Good morning. This is Coach A. And welcome to the June 5th edition. On to the three things for today. First one, what is the stuff of personal miracles and transformations? What are they made of? The thing is, we already know the answer. And we're looking outside in a rather frenetic manner. As opposed to, well, let's find out. The second one. Vacations or time off. All these things happen. Those are not what actually hurts us. Let's find out what hurts us. And the last one. Work anytime and anywhere. The 95 is dead. But what are the drawbacks of that? Uh, before we begin, it, it would mean a lot to me if you can share one of these posts with one friend of yours. Help me grow my newsletter. All right. First one, the stuff of miracles. The gap between what you know and what you do. That is the real issue. The gap between what you know and what you do. That is the real issue. Find the contradictions in your life. Where you know what to do, but your actions are the polar opposite. Where you're being lazy to apply the basic truth. Bridge the gap. Bridge the gap. That is the stuff of miracles. That's the first piece. The second one, rather short one as well. Get back to routine. Everyone slips up. A friend comes to visit from overseas on your gym, gym routine goes for a toss. You drink more times than you should. More alcohol than you should. You're eating out more. Your sleep schedule, blah, blah, blah. Everything's gone. It's okay. It happens. It's supposed to. Or when you're on vacation, right? That's normal. That's great. Enjoy it. But the crucial part is to get back into your routine immediately after. There is an inertia that sets in between that vacation and you going back to routine. Now, some of it might be, you know, work has piled up, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? It is simply not getting back to routine. It is simply letting that inertia win. Simple. Don't let the inertia win. Don't let work being piled up overwhelm you. Just get back to your routine and within a few days, everything will be fine. It's only when we have that extra hangover from that vacation, then we get into issues. And that's the second piece. The last one, work anytime, anywhere. You remember 20 years ago, uh, we did not have... Mobile phones, I mean, they were around, but 
There were big bricks that very few people had. To reach someone, you call them on a fixed line, on a landline. And probably 10 years before that, not everyone had those. There were times when you popped over to a friend's place, but they wouldn't be there. Crazy. Right? You might have spoken to them much earlier in the day and you're in the area and you decide to pop in, but mm, not there. You had to stop and ask for directions. Well, technology has changed our lives at a deep level. Mostly for the better. You can reach anyone at any time because their phone is on them. You don't need to interact with a human being if you don't want to. Google Maps, IVR, whatever it is. All these things are there to take care of it. Or Amazon, you can just buy whatever you want without interacting with a human. And the way technology is moving, sooner or later, the concept of a phone might become redundant. We'll be able to communicate with anyone with embedded technology in our ears or our brains or whatever. Be able to read texts and emails and maps, whatever. All of these just augmented in our visual fields. No more. Nine to five is a recent cultural shift. While there have been people who've been doing this for a while, they are, well, they were the exceptions. But with technology improving and pandemic, there has been a paradigm shift in culture. Working from home has become commonplace. Working at any time rather than a fix it nine to five is a reality. Well, this sounds great. And it totally is, especially when you look back to say how things were done 10 years ago. Oh, you had to go sit in the same place. Oh, boring. Now you can be wherever you want and work out of there. You can take an hour for lunch, go see somebody, hang out with your family, come back to work. You can start your day early, end your day. Design your schedule as it suits you, right? It's brilliant. But there's a dark side to everything. And the dark side, well, you need constant vigilance. The doom scrolling, the endless notifications, the FOMO, all of these wreak havoc on our senses. If you're always reachable, you have to answer the phone every time. You have to respond to texts and emails within a short window. If you can work from anywhere in the world, and, well, the people you work with are anywhere in the world, well, the concept of a day becomes fuzzier. Too much of anything is bad for you including water, always on, always reachable, always accessible, has become a curse, which is why I'm here talking about it, to provide a contrarian view. Our boundaries have dissolved. If you can work at any time, it leads to working all the time. I don't mean 24 hours of work, but even splitting your six hours of work over 18 hours is terrible. You might think it is just five minutes to check email, you know, while you're 
heating your dinner or, you know, there's a lull in the conversation or whatever. Or, you know, taking a call at 11 p.m. Because that's the time that overlaps with everybody's time zone. It's the best. Well, except yours, but yeah, it's 11 o'clock. It's okay. You tell yourself that the advantage is you can switch off whenever you want or work from Goa or whatever. But barring the 17 people who seem to be doing this or well, at least talking as if they're doing it on social media, the rest of us are stuck at home with a worse routine than ever before. The 9 to 5 has become more fluid and fuzzy. The switching off has become kind of off. You remember we used to switch TVs off before? No, don't, don't remember that. No, we just put them on standby. We are all on standby. The context switching, the not switching off, the I'll take a work call quickly during dinner and be back before you know it or answering a couple of emails while you and the family are watching a movie. All of these, this is where this fuzziness, this overlap of our different lives is hurting us, but it's hurting us in such a small way we don't realize it. Any of these should send the alarm bells ringing. Got to take the power back. Sure, it may not be possible or even desirable to go back to the 9 to 5 or back to a fixed office environment. But there were things that worked well. Boundaries, for example. Right, 9 to 5 meant a perfect boundary as to what was work. And it works both ways, right? It's not just work infringing on personal life. But if you are at work and you're trying to zone in and focus and not have any disturbance, but you have to field a call from the spouse about domestic stuff, well, those are boundaries as well. You're constantly context switching. Does not work well. Focus is lost. So setting that boundary has worked well. And what hasn't worked well, well, calls at any time, notifications that keep gnawing at you. You want an amorphous routine, a day even. As always, I believe the solution is somewhere in the middle. Not the absolute middle, your middle. Too much of anything is sucky. Don't think so? Well, eat chocolate ice cream or pizza, or whatever your favorite food is, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the next seven days. Let me know how it goes. Don't accept societal pressure. Don't accept societal norms as normal. There are dozens of examples of millions and billions of people doing something which is pretty freaking harmful and stupid. So you got to see for yourself, figure out what works for you and what does not. What worked well in the nine to five, what did not work well in the nine to five. What works well with this work anytime, anywhere and what does not. And figure out your own solution.
And that's that, folks. Thank you for tuning in. This is Coach AA signing off, and I will see you next weekend. You have a great one. Bye.